In the name of the one true God, who is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to do something that I haven't done in a long time. I want to see how great these musicians are. Aww. You know how, how lucky we are to have them? We, we've been to different churches recently, and sometimes they don't have any music at all, or it's on a record player. So we're so lucky, and we're so glad that we have you guys. Now, where was I? Oh. When I was in high school, back when buffaloes roamed the earth, <laughs> I had an English teacher, and one time he started a class by asking us if we knew what an absolute is. Now, I had a pretty good idea, but I also knew this teacher, because if you gave the wrong answer, he'd make fun of you. All the kids would laugh at you, so I, I stayed quiet. But I was right. As he says, okay, none of you know what an absolute is. It's a word that means exactly what it is, and there's no, nothing to be tiny about it. Like, dead. You're either dead or you're alive. You can't be a little bit dead. Pregnancy. You're either pregnant or you're not. You can't be a little pregnant. This is what Jesus is trying to tell the disciples today. Because they ask him, Lord, increase our faith. And Luke doesn't say so, but right about then, Jesus is probably rolling his eyes. And, you guys, don't you get it? Either you have faith or you don't. If you have a little bit of faith, you can raise a mulberry tree and throw it in the ocean. I thought mulberries were bushes anyway. Anyway. Now I'm going to sound like that English teacher. How many times do you think the word faith is written in the Bible? 36. Oh, I'm sorry, 35. Three times in the Old Testament, eight times in the four Gospels, and 25 times in the epistles. The Apostle Paul really big on faith. I mean, every, every page he says faith at least once. Father knows that. Two prime examples of faith, maybe the two best in the Bible. Mark's account of the Roman centurion and Luke's account of the woman with the 12-year issue of blood. The Roman centurion comes to Jesus in faith. He knows that Jesus can heal his ill servant. The servant is near death. And he goes to Jesus and asks, tells him the story. He says, would you heal my servant? Because he's near death. He says, sure, I'll come to your house right now. He says, oh, no, no, you don't have to do that. Because you're like me. I'm in charge of a lot of men. I tell them to do something, they'll do it. I don't have to do it. And he looks at the people and says, even in Israel, have I not seen this kind of faith? And he heals, he tells him, your servant is well. He goes home and he's well. And the woman with the issue of blood, she's in this large crowd. She goes to Jesus, knows he's going to heal her. She goes down and holds his garment. And 
He turns around. The bottom. He turns around. Who touched my my garment, my robe? Disciples say, all these people around you want us to tell you <laughs> who touched your garment. But the confesses. She sits down. Am I going in and out again? And she says, it was I who did it. And he said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be rid of this disease. Here's another question. What's the name of the woman? And what's the name of the centurion? We don't know. And there's a reason we don't know. Because the writers, Mark and Luke, they want us to put ourselves in their places. They want us to have that same faith that they did. We um, want to have that same faith just as Jesus wants us to have it. He knows that we, we need it at times because our faith can be shaken by things that happen to us, death of a loved one, an illness, loss of a job. But he also knows we need that faith because he went through it too. His faith was shaken at times. Think of the Garden of Gethsemane when he asked if this cup could be removed from him. And on the cross, Father, why have you forsaken me? But Jesus also had faith that he was going to be resurrected. He knew he was. And the best part of all is that that's not the end of the story. Because not only was he resurrected, he didn't do it just for his own glorification. He did it because he wants to take us with him. Just those, like those arms on that. Um, the ascension stained glass window. He's, those arms are taking us up with him. The same arms that were nailed to the cross. Now either we believe that or we don't. In Jesus' time, a lot of people didn't believe in him, didn't have faith. And sad to say, it's still true today. So have that faith. And also, spread it to others. Tell them the good news. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.